Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, son of a bitch. It was uh, raining. And there's snow. It, I was like, Raining uh, and snowing. snowing. I was doing a lot of crazy stuff out there. Only when I got to the Kansas side. Oh, really? Yeah, what about you? Oh, yeah. It was snowing when I was getting out. In the Missouri, on the Missouri side? Yeah. Oh, man. What part of town do you live in? Midtown. Midtown. Chris, what about you all the way out in Raytown? I had a little bit of snow. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was very light. I was worried going up my hill if I would get any traction, but I did, so no yeah. worries. It's, it was easy to drive in. Yeah. yeah. So far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We drove like about... As of 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was downtown. I looked out my window, didn't see anything. I was like, yes, we beat it. Get on 35. Boom. I swear, the second that I passed the welcome to Kansas sign, <laughs> everything changes. The depths of hell, the portal to hell was yeah, opened up. I've never lived on a border like this, oh, where yeah. the difference between two states is just right there. But man, there's such a difference. Oh, yeah. They even, even um, Missouri will not um, plow at all. But then you get to Kansas and it's clean and there's people handing out mints and stuff. <laughs> on 35, you made it this far. Good for you. Yes. You should see State Line Road when oh, it's God. when it's really snowy because that's the Kansas side will be nice and fresh and sunny and the Missouri side will be potholed filled <laughs> snowy and 32. It's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. What a difference. Wow. Well, uh, one of the first things that Stacy and I did the moment that we got in today was called Chris out of the production studio so we could look at him. What? Because you always wear sandals. Oh, my God. The I've, son of a gun. <laughs> these sandals will be worn until there's literally three or four inches of snow until, like, my feet are freezing in the snow. Because right now I'm walking and I don't step over any snow, so it's fine. Do you not have any feeling in your feet at all anymore? <clears throat> no, that's, I'm like, that's where I breathe out of, basically. You think he doesn't have any feeling in his feet? I feel like there's a lot of other places there may not be any feeling. Uh, that's fair. Oh. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yesterday we were walking to our cars Mm -hmm. about 10 o'clock in the morning and you were shivering. I mean, my fingers were cold. Uh, Fingers get cold, but toes do not. Not my toes. Yeah. If I, if I, if you see me wear socks and shoes, something's wrong. We're in Missouri. I think I've seen him. Like I've known you uh, several months now Mm -hmm. and I've only seen that happen one time. Yeah, that's when he was trying to show off some shoes, too. We're oh, going to yeah. do a bit, you're, you're, and then, it, it, yeah. Your Yeezys, your show off Yeezys. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Guess who slept alone last night, Chris? You. Yeah. Because of you karate chopped Blanche? Because of you in a dream. No, you can't blame yes, me it's for your that. fault, man. No, no. Yesterday morning, I had a dream that Chris put something in my backpack, and I kept saying, no, don't put that in my backpack. So I went to, like, karate chop block him from putting something in my backpack in this dream at the same exact moment that that I woke up and did it in real life. The karate chop went right on my cat, who goes, and then runs off. Yeah, that's something you're going to have to deal with with Blanche, because that is not my fault. Discuss with Blanche. I have been trying. I told you, I sat there for 30 minutes while he was hiding and I was crying and singing, <laughs> You Are My Sunshine. When I came home yesterday, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. He was all like lovey on the couch and stuff, but did not come into the bedroom. Aww. He's going to remember this for a few days. Oh, I if- hope just a few days. It was National Cat Day yesterday, too. So I want to spend so much time with him. What if this is the moment that he no longer sleeps in your bed? Oh my God. Mm. I got to take something out on you. I don't know how, but I will. Stace, your cat's changing your life as well. You know, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. He has already screwed up a huge part of my life. What did he poop or pee on? No, uh, my plans. Oh, <laughs> metaphoric. Okay, here we go. All right. You know how I love winter mm-hmm. and I hate to sweat. Mm-hmm. So even though it's snowing outside and it has snowed the last two days... I hadn't turned on my heat yet. You haven't turned on your heat. It's 30 degrees out. It's cold enough for First it off, to it's snow. 36. Whatever. It's still cold enough for it to snow. You don't have your heat on? No. I have I have a pattern. I will until I am like shivering under covers, I will not turn my heat on or until it's like, "Hey, your pipes are going to freeze." Do you have a thermostat inside? Like can you tell what the temperature is inside? It's, it, it gets to 40. 
40 and you're Whoa. still not shivering? Yeah. So, she would have lasted forever in the water on the Titanic. Oh, yeah, she would have. Mm-hmm. So, last night, was it last night? Yeah, last night, uh, me and AZ are sitting there and I'm like, hey, do you think um, Jerry is cold? Jerry's her brand new kitten. Oh, sorry. Jerry's yep, my yep. teeny tiny little kitten. I'm like, do you think he's cold? Should I turn on the heat? And he looked at me and goes, uh, I'm cold. And I go, yeah, but if it's Jerry cold, I don't care how cold you are. You don't care if your boyfriend is cold. You can put on clothes. You can put on a hoodie, cover up in a jet ja- or like a blanket. I'm going to have to like, you know, give Jerry clothes. Your little, I think little I'm going to have to give him a little sweater. A sweater. Okay, all right. So already within a week of owning a cat, she's dressing it up. It only because it's this long. It has taken this long because I haven't found the right sweater. Of course, of course. Of but course. yeah, I'm so, pissed. So your boyfriend is freezing. Yeah. He must have been cold this whole time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's been cold for days and days on end. Oh, yeah. Has he ever mentioned to you anything about the temperature? Like No, we just... he <laughs> The other... He goes to bed with a hoodie on. I'm like, what are you sleeping? Nothing. I have a sweater and I, you know, we have about two or three blankets on and that's how I, that's how it works. I love, like, I love piling on and getting warm in my little cocoon. Why is me wearing sandals weird, but her having a frigidaire freezer in their apartment's not? I was unaware of this moment until right now. It's just as weird. It's, it's oh. And I feel bad for her boyfriend who's probably been freezing this well, whole time. See, your face gets cold, though. My nose gets cold. When my nose is cold, forget it. Oh, yeah. I'll turn that bitch up to 75, 80. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. So we're laying in bed, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of pissed off. Like, I'm already, I had the heat on, so I'm already sweating in bed, which, oh, sends me through the roof. I'm like, I am pissed off. And AZ's like, why? I go, because Jerry made me turn on the heat already. And I kid you not. He looks at Jerry and goes, thank you, Jerry. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. So yesterday I got all these history books for Kansas City. And I am putting together so many pieces in the history of Kansas City. Like... Do you know why Union Station is where it's at? Because the first one flooded. And they didn't like the fact that people, when they would come out of where the original Union Station was, would come out and all the stores around it were like dirty stuff. Oh. It was like whorehouses and stuff. So like, this is not how we want people to see Kansas City. So that was one of the other reasons that they moved it. But then, yes. Uh, you know what? Hmm. The When before Union Station kind of lost its luster and before they kind of shut down, in the 70s, 80s, I don't remember which one, um, where the model trains are right now, mm-hmm. uh, used to be a brothel and like a sex, like a sex play area. What? Like a, what is it called? Not a, like plays, right? Right. But Burlesque? they were all naked. Eh, kind of, but they were naked. Oh, wow. So. So you don't do that anymore at Union Station? I mean, just, I do. Is your side job here. It's oh. just not in that same area. All right. Coming up with 100 years ago, the front page of the Kansas City Star, I have something about Union Station, but we will get to that. (gasps) First thing we do is start with music. Mm -hmm. On this day in music history, October 30th, 2016, the Cubs in the World Series for the first time since 1945. Longtime fan Eddie Vedder leads the crowd in Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Aww. That was a huge deal. Yeah. Plus, everyone was so excited. I see a Cubs fan. He's from San Diego and uh, lived in Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. On this day in music history, 2008, the makers of Rock Band secure the rights to produce the first ever Beatles music video game, Beatles Rock Band. Oh, my God. Did you ever play that? No, I don't even remember that. Oh, it was awesome. You got Paul's bass. Oh, Oh, what? Yeah, it was great. But I sold mine for... Drug money? On this day in music history... 2006, Keen became the first major act to release a song on a USB memory stick. For $5, fans can purchase the 512 megabyte drive with a track called Nothing In My Way, along with various videos and screensavers. Unfortunately, the, quote, single on a stick format would not catch on. Uh, uh, Fun fact. Yeah. If you Google single on a stick, I thought I was going to get some real weird stuff, but actually a 
Single Stick is a Philippine, uh, did I say that right? Like, weapon. <laughs> like, it's a, weapon. a single stick. Okay. It's a single stick you stab. Yes, yeah, a single stabbing stick. All right. On this day in 1984, less than two years after its release, the RIAA, Recording Industry of America, certifies Michael Jackson's Thriller album mm. with sales of 20 million copies to a new designation, which is called Double Diamond, and we all know. He wrote such good music. Why do you have to be such a weirdo? Dude, I hate that. You know that album is still the most sold album of all time? Really? Yeah. Guess how many has sold since its release? God, I don't know. 100,000. No. <laughs> how many? A couple more than that. 47.3 million. Oh, man. Everybody's got that album. Thriller. Whew, from 1982. I had that record oh, back yeah. in the day. You go to a thrift store, and there's like 700 copies. Mm-hmm. They're still counting those. And on this day in 1965, one of the only men that ever made me question my sexuality was born. Who? Gavin Rossiel. Oh, okay. <sighs> Happy birthday. I was side stage at a Bush show once. <laughs> Shut up. Bush. I was side stage at a Bush show once, and he was playing his guitar, and he had one of those shirts where the arms were all like cut off, and oh, the sides uh-huh. were cut too, and his his abs were glistening with sweat, and he's singing something from my childhood, and I was like, I need to get off this stage. I am having impure straight thoughts. <laughs> Truth. On this day in regular history, October 30th, 2017, the U.S. federal judges block President Trump's ban on transgender people in the military. Well. If you want to fight... God. Just let him fight. Wow. Such a dick. On this day in 2011, the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 premieres in a Rome film festival. Yikes. Did you ever get into Twilight? No. Really? No. I watched them all and was so just upset. Because? Because I sat through all of them. I watched the first one on my couch backwards. Uh, what? Like, I I, I was sitting on the couch backwards because it was so awful. Oh, okay. On this day in 1989, Smith Dairy in Orville, Ohio, makes the, this is the largest milkshake. I know you have something for this, right? I do. Okay, go ahead. So how, how big was it? How the, big was it? How big was it? How one, big was 1, it? 1,575 gallons. Mm, God. Okay, so in 2000, the American Dairy Association in New York made a milkshake that was like literally milli-ounce away from... 6,000 gallons. Dude. Why didn't they invite us? I'm so upset about that. Until my belly hurts. I would drink that until my belly hurts. I Dude. wonder what flavor it was. I would I would swim in it. <laughs> yeah, you would. On this day in 1974, one of the biggest fights of all time, especially of Muhammad Ali's career, he knocks out George Foreman with the rumble in the jungle. Very even fight. Ali, a sneaky right hand. Another sneaky right hand. They didn't have very good uh, recording equipment back then, yeah. But he's just kicking ass. Well, unfortunately, Muhammad Ali was stripped of his heavyweight, ti- his heavyweight title when he refused to go into the army in 1967. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, on this day in 1952... Clarence Birdseye sells the first frozen peas. Why we don't have commercials that sound like this anymore is beyond me. Yes, Birdseye peas are as sweet as that because they're freshest picked, freshest frozen. Pop, pop, pop into your Birdseye shop for Birdseye fresh green peas. Sweet as the moment when the pod went pop. Birdseye fresh green peas. Yeah. Man, where's Don Draper when you need him? I know. That was totally a Don Draper thing. Um, He is the father of frozen food. And here's a little known fact. He got the idea of freezing food because when he was a kid, he was really into taxidermy. Interesting. Uh Moving on. Is this a descendant of Chris? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Just some (laughs) Ancestry.com stuff. On this day in 1945, the U.S. government announces the end of shoe rationing, which went on from 1942 to 1945, where each person was allowed up to three pairs of shoes, new shoes. But 
You had to go through hell and back to get new shoes because we needed the rubber for the war. Right, yeah. So if a guy wanted a new pair of shoes, he had to apply to the local ration board. There was a shoe ration board. Mm -hmm. Prove he needed it for essential industry, like for work, Mm -hmm. not for sport, and turn in his old pair. Crazy. Yeah. We needed that rubber. We needed needed that rubber for the wall. (laughs) We needed the rubber for the wall. All right, this is one of those days that is something that most people know about. But uh, on this day in 1938, a radio broadcast of H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds, narrated by Orson Welles, causes a mass panic. Mm -hmm. Do you know about this? Slightly. Okay, take a listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. We take you now to Grover's Mills, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen... This is Carl Phillips again, out at the Wilmot Farm, Grover's Mill, New Jersey. Professor Pearson and myself made the 11 miles from Princeton in 10 minutes. Well, I hardly know where to begin. To paint for you a word picture of a strange scene before my eyes, like something out of a modern Arabian night. Okay, so this caused mass hysteria, and I will tell you why. All right. Because they cut out in the middle of a broadcast and start... This war. They just start this production that sounds like a war is going on. This is 1938. People believe the radio. Sure. So they believe that this was really happening. Interestingly, one third of people that were listening when they were surveyed thought that it was what it was, which was that we were fighting aliens. And two thirds of people thought that it was Germany invading us. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So there there were a lot of warnings that happened before they played that. But... Studies indicated that many people missed those notices, so they thought that oh. was real. It's absolutely real. Ugh. And freaked the hell out. Side note, why don't we talk like this anymore? We should. Bob we- Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to the wall. All right. Well, on this day in 1919, baseball league presidents called oh. for the... Baseball league presidents <laughs> called for the... Uh, ab- great. <laughs> Abolishment of the spitball. The spitball. Yeah, so what the, you know what the spitball is? I sure do, but you <laughs> tell them, tell them, Stacey. So it's basically when you put um, like Vaseline or some sort of jelly on the baseball, the pitcher would put it on there, and it would, when you threw it, it would work through physics and stuff and be way more accurate and, you know, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> What I have is the technique alters the wind resistance and the weight on the side of the ball, causing it to move in an atypical manner. That's what I said. I probably should stop talking Some of you re- should or may remember this from Bob's Burgers with Torpedo's Skadoosh. He used the grease from uh, the burgers that Bob would bring him. It was also illegal on the show as well. Okay. All right. And on this day in 1873, P.T. Barnum Circus, the greatest show on earth, debuts in New York City. Little known fact for you. Jumbo was a British elephant that was shipped over. They made a huge deal about it for P.T. Barnum. It was a huge hit. But then, one day, Jumbo was just hanging out on some train tracks. <gasps> what? Why? <laughs> no, Got hit by a train only after, like, five years of being on the <gasps> circus circuit. And the whole the whole term Jumbo, you know, when you go to the store, especially you, Stacey, they're like, <laughs> do you want small, medium, large, or Jumbo? <laughs> and you're like, I want Jumbo Coca-Cola! Nobody even asked me that anymore. They just know. They just get you Jumbo. Well, the size Jumbo came from the name from this Aww. elephant. So if you hear Jumbo anywhere, it was not, it was uh, not, it was because of Jumbo. The, the elephant. The elephant from the greatest show on earth. On this day in local history, 1945, Jackie Robinson of the Kansas City Monarchs signs a contract for the Brooklyn Dodgers breaking the baseball color line. Boom. Yes. On this day in 1875, local news, local local history, Missouri's third constitution was adopted. Something that we updated okay. from the last one. We updated it with uh, less restrictions on religious freedom, um, making it harder to convict a citizen of treason, extending the government's term from two to four years, and yada, 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 yada. Oh, yada. oh limiting the rate of taxation as well, oh, which hey. is very important. And on this day in 1866, Jesse James' gang robs a bank in Lexington, Missouri, Runs off with two thousand dollars. Dang! Get it, Jesse. Our, get, our get. Robin, our local Robin Hood. Yeah. All right. So the front page of the Kansas City Star a hundred years ago, October thirtieth, nineteen nineteen. Couple things are going on. 
And these are all going to lead up to to some things happening as well. Uh, the Liberty War Memorial. So when I was going through my Kansas City history book, one of the only things that they say happened besides prohibition in 1919 is this exact Liberty War Memorial that everyone is trying to get money for. It was it was a really big deal back then. People are collecting donations for the Liberty War Memorial, which ends up being the World War One Memorial. Um, the whole city's involved. They need two and a half million dollars. And they only have two more days left. As of today, 100 years ago, they only had $900,000. We get there. We get there. Because we're... Obviously, it's, we're, it's here now. Right, yeah. We're looking at history from 100 years later. We do get there. But there is a, a special way that we get there. Oh. And stay tuned for oh. that as the week progresses. Uh, no gouging in coal. The president is to ex- uh, to issue an executive order today to fix maximum prices. There's a coal strike, which right. means a power strike, which means a tra- what trains are running on strike that is about to happen because miners are upset about their working conditions, how many hours they pay and how much, uh, how many hours they work and how much they get paid. So that's about to be a big deal. But because of that, the president created a deal to make sure that the coal companies didn't just spike up their price because we need that coal. Right. Also, I don't know exactly how, but there's something about how we have 40 days worth of coal to have clean water in Kansas City. Yeah. I don't know how coal works with with water, but that's a thing. Okay. Also, boom, in October building, there's an unusual activity in the building construction of Kansas City in October. Reports show that 451 building permits were issued in October of this year. Last year, there were only 193 permits issued in October. So a real boom when it comes to building stuff. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it all gets knocked down again. Yeah. I have this book, Kansas City Now and Then. It's awesome. Yeah. But everything gets knocked down from like the first part of Kansas City's history. And finally, begin a station in December. Ground will be broken in early December at 7th and Rock Island tracks on the Kansas side for the first of two new union stations to be erected on the Kansas side. Did you know that there's a union station over there? Uh-uh. Me neither. Construction on the other station at 5th and Central will not be undertaken until later. Was that? Was that? Um... I don't know. Union Depot? Said Union Station. Interesting. Yeah, Kansas side. Apparently there were they're working on plans to break ground for a new two new union stations on the Kansas side. If you don't know what that is, then something must have happened in history. And uh, we will back to the future at Whoa. at some point. But All right. let's hit those unofficial holidays today, Stace. So the first one is checklist day, which if you're anything like me, you love checklists. <laughs> Haunted Refrigerator Night. You know mm-hmm. what that is, Jordan? So take the scary stuff out? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So tonight, all the stuff that you have in the back of your fridge that you're like, nah, I'll eat that later. I'll eat that. I'll get to that. No. Throw all that crap out. So for us, it's all the vegetables that we bought at the grocery store. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then create a great funeral. Do you have any plans for your funeral? I figured somebody else would do that. I want laser lights at mine. I want a party bus. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History. With Jordan Silver and friends. On the bus. Jordan Silver and friends. News. On 96.5 The Buzz. All right, so Machine Gun Kelly... A uh, video of him pushing a roadie just hit the internet. Uh-oh. It happened at a show Friday in Chicago. He said he got angry because of, quote, personal reasons and is going to go get help so it doesn't happen again. What? Yeah. This show today at Silver Sign Eye Center is still on, though. Oh. So if you got those tickets, you good. All right. And uh, the hospital in St. Louis. Oh, God. Stace, let me know if, uh, if this sounds interesting to you. They'll pay you $3,310. To be fully quarantined for 10 days. You in? Uh, yeah. The catch is they will infect you with the flu. I mean, look at me. I'm a disaster. The flu is the least of my worries. <laughs> they keep you there for 10 days and they got to check everything with you. Sure. You know what I'll the do flu does to you? It makes you a little gurgly stomach. Uh, again. You don't care doing that in front of people? All right. Uh. Well, sounds good. They're looking to do this to find out some more stuff about the flu. Sure. Let's do it. A school bus in Pittsburgh was waiting for a red light. 
when the earth opened up and sucked it in. A massive sinkhole opening up right underneath a city bus while it was sitting at a red light in downtown Pittsburgh. This is in the middle of rush hour. Officials say that there were only about two people on the bus, the driver and a passenger. They are now off the bus. Crews are there working to get the bus out of the sinkhole. And so the, the road is going to be closed for eight weeks. Oh, my God. I know that's not here in Kansas City, but it just seems like a Kansas City thing. Yeah, that's nothing to us. Uh, it's just like, hey, there's a giant sinkhole here. We'll get to it. Uh, we'll okay. figure it out. Just just, to, just drive around it. <laughs> it's safe. We're good. Totally fine. You're driving near its edge, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, a meme. Okay, so, so I saw a meme of someone at a ticketing booth at the airport, and the person working goes, your carry-on bag is too heavy. You need to take some of that stuff out and put it in your other bag, which is obviously going on the plane, right? Right, yeah. We talked yeah. about that on Friday. Yeah. So a woman in Australia had a carry-on that was too heavy. You know that extra baggage fee, 60 oh, yeah. bucks? She didn't want to pay that. Would you? No, God, no. Have you ever had to? Uh, no, I just empty some stuff out. Yeah, but that's your stuff. Yeah, eh. it doesn't matter. I mean, I, These no. are the things you wanted to pack on okay. your flight with you. Well, I mean, it was a bunch of magazines. It's fine. Oh, did you give them to someone or did you throw them out? Threw them out. Okay. Well, this woman <laughs> in Australia decided that she was going to still bring her stuff with her uh-huh. on the flight. So she goes into the bathroom, shoves her jacket and laptop in her shirt, and tries to say that she is pregnant. You, does she know she has to go through security? Was about to say, just so you know. The laptop was what gave it away. Oh, you're, no. pregnant. you're pregnant, ma'am? You're pregnant? Whoa, that's a weird looking baby. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. I don't know what it is, man. I think the studio is haunted today. Oh, it for sure is. I mean, tomorrow's Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tonight's, you know, haunted refrigerator night. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you got to clean everything out of your refrigerator. I can only imagine what is lurking in the fridges in this building. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I bet that's what it is. All the ghosts of the food f- past. The ghosts of food past days. Have uh, definitely come alive. There's it's li- dark still. They're all confused. There's, it's snowing, you know. There's a little lasagna from like two weeks ago just <gasps> floating around. Oh, I, I was going to say it had legs and it was like crawling around. That may not be a ghost. That may be real. <laughs> no joke. If you leave your lasagna <laughs> in the work fridge for Oof. two weeks. Work fridges are disgusting. So disgusting. Ugh. I never let my real fridge get to that point. I do. You do? Uh, I just, I have such ambition when I go to the store. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then it starts stinking and yeah. I suck. I'm going to get a salad. I'm going to eat at least one salad a day. No, hell no. Jesus. I'm just going to watch that spinach rot. <laughs> yeah. And then smell and then throw it out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except it's way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified. Oh, okay. You guys, believer or non-believer in psychic abilities and spirits and stuff? You worked in a funeral home. Oh, definitely a possibility. Absolutely. Okay. Stace? Not at all. Really? No. Nothing? No. It's all... What? What is it? It's all open-ended, like, just like you were saying, uh, the person I'm talking to starts with an R. It, yeah, because, like, a billion names start with an R. See, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing before I went in and I met our local psychic, Jamie Collins. That's her name. Her name's mm. not Esmeralda? No. Bummer. Her name is what it is, and she is good. Okay. She is all really right. good. Um, not even sponsored by her. I just have to say that this woman... Has got it. Because I went in like you. This is stupid. There's no way that this is real. Yeah. There's no way. How the hell is this woman going to know anything about me? And so I went in with my friend who there's nothing about her on the internet. She's a teacher, so she has to keep her social media very clean. Sure. So my friend went first, and I sat through her reading. Everything that Jamie Collins was saying was legit. Everything. I know my friend really well. Okay. Everything. All right. Even up to the age that her mother passed away. Even up to what happened for her mother to pass away with no information. She didn't say, oh, she is sick. I don't know what it is. She just straight up went like, like someone is choking me. Mm. And her, her mother, my friend's mother that I went to the um, psychic session with, died of esophageal cancer. Straight up. There was not any list of things. She just, boom, hits it. When you guys signed up for this or reserved or whatever. You're going to ask a good question. Yeah, go ahead. It was me. 
It was you. I signed up for it. She had. She doesn't listen Zero. to the show. She, well, she, you, even if you think that she could have Googled my name and got some information, yes, there's way more information about me on the internet than my friend that I went with. My friend that I went with doesn't have an internet presence. She is a teacher. I'm serious. She, she So she hit it off. And my friend was also very skeptical. So when the psychic Jamie Collins started saying these things, my friend would just be very, very, um, she, her, her, her reaction was very little. Like, yep, nope. Okay. Yeah. Then you got me, mm. who's like cracking jokes and stuff. Well. Yeah, it is you. So I mean, going in, I was like, "We'll just see how this how this happens." And leaving, I was like, "This is the only psychic that I will ever go to. She is so good." The reading was about uh, almost an hour. Okay, we got an hour each. Oh man! And here we go. Ugh. So again, she did my friend first, so that I started to believe her, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to be a little bit more helpful than mm-hmm. my friends. I'm going to give her some information if she's like searching for it." And so. This is the very first way that we start our session. If you'll just do me a favor and say your first name out loud for me, please. Which one? I, don't, I have a real name and then I have the one that's I like it. Well, the one everyone knows, not what's on the birth certificate. What do people call Jordan. you? Jordan. Okay, okay, what you go by. So. Okay, so she like gets into this like psychic trance and she's closing her eyes and she's spinning around and da 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 And then she God. goes, tell me your name. And then I go, which one? And she stops and opens her eyes and looks at me and goes, uh... <laughs> Whatever name you're known by. Because my mom was like, well, you didn't use your real name, so maybe this wasn't legit. But mm-hmm. she said, use your real name. If she's a psychic, shouldn't she know your name? Ooh. Here's part two. <laughs> you're not Jewish, are you? Mm-mm. Being shown a menorah. Mm-mm. You have anything to do with the menorah or candles? People think I look Jewish. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not. People think I look Jewish, but I'm not. That's what people think. They're like, all right, look at you. Yeah, if I could pick what what uh, religion you are, you're Jewish. Hmm. Anything to do with candles? Have you ever seen or smelled a candle <laughs> in your lifetime? No, Miss. she said Jewish menorah. Twelve candles. I had a roommate that was Jewish. Remember, she lit her entire menorah and then or fell you asleep know drunk. A Jewish person, or you know the Jewish religion? Continue. So, my uncle that passed away in um, April stepped through first so we talked to him then my grandmother sit comes through i just want you to know that when she's describing how she's seeing my grandmother sit in the afterlife is exactly the same way that she was sitting in the last photo i have of my grandmother alive that i took with my phone i have a woman who steps forward and just kind of sits on the edge of the chair. She's kind of like this. Now, the way that this woman is making me feel like when I ask her about her transition, this woman is ill. She shows me black splotches all over. So, yeah, she got cancer and then got rid of it and got cancer and got rid of it and got cancer and got rid of it. And eventually it just kind of beat her. But, yeah, that's how my grandmother went. And the psychic sits exactly like my grandmother did in the last photo that I ever took of her from 2010. What are your internal feelings when, as a skeptic, coming along in these instances where there's no possible way she could have known? There's no possible way she could have known that my grandmother was sitting like that in the last photo that I have of her. You didn't post it or anything? No. No. And this is where this is where I'm like, all right, okay, this is this seems kind of real. Mm-hmm. So we'll continue on. Um, <laughs> for the most part, when she did the psychic reading, she had her eyes closed. But there were a couple times where she opened them. And at one point, she opens them and looks at me and then looks over my left shoulder and kind of freaks out because guess what? What? There's someone there. Who? She was okay to transition. Do you have a preacher? Or would there be somebody? Because all of a sudden, I'm seeing a man here um, who's dressed in black and they have the white, uh, you know, the collar. Oh, my God. Slender Man is behind me. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, basically sees Slender Man. I'm, like, this ex-Catholic. And all of a sudden, there's a priest that, like, walks with me through life. Literally walks behind me. Like your guardian angel? Yeah, but guardian Slender Man, I guess. Uh, All right. Here's where it starts to get real freaky. Okay. She's sitting there talking, uh, and, and this is edited to, like, what the different pieces, but the whole thing just goes off. Um, she goes from thing to thing to thing. Shh, my grandmother sends me a warning. I need to stop doing something. Just one thing? Just one thing, because I could die from it. 
What do you think that possible thing could be? Was something that I just got into? Uh, scooters. Nope. Keep going, oh, but very close. Um, what was that other thing that I got into that I started doing that was very dangerous? Meth. Keep going. <laughs> I don't once. know. I did that once. Now I can't. Oh, the Michael Scott train thing. Oh, Jumping train hopping. Train, right? Even though I'm over here, I see this. Where are you taking a train trip? Because I literally <laughs> was shown you on an Amtrak. So, oh my God! I have been jumping trains. <laughs> Wait, you now? Yes. You mean recently you've been jumping just trains? Just on the and jumping oh over them just for fun to see to feel alive. To feel alive. Oh but there was one time when I was doing it when the train was moving. It just started moving while I was in the middle of jumping it. There's a part of me that feels like, okay, she's a risk taker, she's adventurous, and then there's this other part of me like, stop Quit that, stop jumping trains. Okay. Okay. So my grandmother's sending a message from beyond the grave that I need to stop jumping trains because it's dangerous. That's good. Jumping trains? Come on. How could she get that? If Oh, it's not like you don't talk about it and post about it. Uh, all right. Well, then uh, my other grandmother comes through. Okay. And I don't like her. Okay. We know this. This one sucks. The psych- Yeah, the psychic reprimands me for not liking my grandmother. And do you have someone in your family who speaks another language or has a Hispanic or Latino background? Yeah. Who, who's that? My Grandma? Grand- my father's mother, who I hate. I don't talk to her. Oh, stop it. <laughs> She's going to stop it. Like, you don't know this bitch. She's so mean. She's the queen of manipulation. She's the worst. She should have known that. Is she still on this earth? Yes, but she's been dead on the inside since the 20s. (laughs) That's why. That was my justification for that. All right. Well, then, how the hell do you explain this next thing, Stacey? Look at what my grandmother from this psychic reading is showing the psychic when I went on Saturday to have my... Psychic reading done. So I don't know if someone, if there's a song, I don't know why she's talking to me about a radio. Do you have an old radio or what's the radio? Why is grandma playing with the radio? Why is grandma playing with the What do I do? Uh, I work in radio. This is You're brilliant. kidding me. No, right. do it seriously. You're what? kidding me. I work in radio. She called it. She didn't know. She didn't know. What? Dude, what? A oh. simple Google search when you... S- oh, God, God, you're such you're, a hater, you whatever. They don't do I, Google searches. I, my heart's about to explode. All right, okay, so my grandfather, oh. my grandmother's husband, um, also passed away, but I wasn't, like, that big of a fan of him. Mm-hmm. We know this. And so I've got something to say after this. Just take a listen and... Uh, yeah. Somebody makes my head excruciatingly hurt. I don't know if you have somebody... I believe there's someone that grandma's with. I'm being shown in our name. And my grandfather who passed away a couple of years later's name is Roland. Mm, you don't feel tight with him. Oh. Did you know him? Mm-hmm. I went to Dairy Queen during his break. His wake. I'm serious. Oh, okay. So y'all had no interactions. He's my boys. I mean, you know. Yeah. I have my brother way more. November or the 11th of the month, because she keeps showing me 11, which is a master number. My cat's 11. That's actually really important. <laughs> no, but that's important. I have like a death pact with my cat. I love him so much. Please tell me he's loving him. <laughs> okay. Could have question. literally be anything with the number 11. Well, I couldn't put together while I was there at the psychic reading that, the, that she goes, the month of November. So my brother's going through hell. Like he's really at like a crossroads in his life. Right. And he was born in November. And so I feel like looking back, my, the psychic was trying to give my brother a message. Like my uncle was, uh, my grandfather was trying to give my brother a message, and I'm just like, shut up, shut up! I want to talk about my cat. Is my cat gonna die? <laughs> Dead serious. And uh, then she hits me with this, Stacy. Explain this. So if somebody has a life path number of eleven, it lets me know that that person is intuitive. That's why I asked you earlier. Do you hear spirit or connect with spirit or have had anything around spirit? Do you consider yourself very, I know we're all intuitive. Do you consider yourself intuitive? Definitely. I feel like I can predict the very immediate future, which I thought was just um, learning human behavior. Yeah. She's like, oh, bitch. Hello. What's up? You psychic too. I can predict the immediate future. I do it all the time. The immediate future, like within like one or two minutes. And like I told her, I was like, I mean, I thought that was just that I was very good at, at reading human behavior, like knowing what people are going to do and stuff. But she's like, bitch, you're psychic. So now she's Come to my class. You up. Come to my class. It's five. 
<laughs> All right, Stace. Oh, is that what it is? No. She was trying to push she her. She was not trying to push her agenda 500 bucks a me. month for no. the class. I'm psychic. <laughs> for the next minute. She Did you see the face she just gave you? I did. I'm psychic. She can tell what's going to happen in the next 60 seconds. What am I going to do? In the next I'm going to punch you in the face. Uh, and then, the psychic, for my psychic reading this past Saturday, explain this, Stace. Okay. I just saw a rooster rock in front of you. <gasps> and so, um, this is like... Uh, okay. So, uh, I just had some injections in my knees. They literally made the injections out of the column of a rooster. And now I can, like, walk and not fall. Shut I'm dead serious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That alone should convince you, Stacey. How the hell did my, like, the rooster just pops up in the psychic's head and she's just like, well, duh, a rooster, my knees, with the rooster shots. Again, though, this was a big topic for a while on the show. Whatever. Do you think psychics listen to the radio? I think people who were paying good money and that this is their reputation and this is how they trick you. You are so wrong. What, What does not make the radio are all the little pieces, like, she didn't name an entire a city at all the whole time that we were doing this. Then all of a sudden she goes, "You've got something really important to you in Vegas." That's where the girl that I was with for seven years lives. Mm. Right. I won't get into that. I kept that off of this. But um, so she was Again, saying no. the psychic was saying that depending on who's in the room, sometimes somebody from the other person that's in the room can come through during someone mm-hmm. else's reading. She can't just be like, oh, yeah. So uh, take a listen to who pops in now. But they want to work those, hmm, you don't know a Jack and you don't know a Jack. I know a Jack. In spirit? No. Hmm. And you don't? No. I love Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that one? No, I didn't even think about that. All right, so a Jack comes through. Ends up being someone that my friend, uh, someone that she didn't know. Uh, but then we get to the two last questions. What what is what is this like sitting here that has not been answered yet? <laughs> All right, just listen. There's something about a diamond ring. <laughs> uh, yes, I just asked her for validation. So, can you tell me? So you're not engaged or. No. <laughs> and you don't have... Ooh. I want to marry Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> no, I really do. I believe you. <laughs> I think I'm going to. Uh, what's your ultimate vision with the music? Besides marrying Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah, besides that. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. that case. So she keeps saying that I'm not going to marry Taylor Swift. Hey, do you think that was your Diamonds Direct commercials? <laughs> Oh. That again? That again? Play on the radio all the time? Nice. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That's why I laughed. All I right. thought that's what we were going. This is no. No, she's like she, she's a diamond. It could signify anything. She's like, are you gonna get? Are you engaged? No, no. But mm. the one question that I really wanted to know in my mm. my deep ocean of a heart was, am I gonna die alone? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna die alone? Because I am single. I'm in my late thirties. It's kind of over. Yeah. You specifically asked that question. She kind of goes ahead and just, yeah. Since grandma transitioned or here recently, not since you transitioned, here recently that's engaged or grandma does not have a missing diamond ring. No. I mean, I'm wondering if I'll ever find somebody, but I don't know if that's what that means. (laughs) Why did you show me that? She starts talking to the ghost. You guys. That's okay. creepy. So I'm like, hey, hmm, uh, am I going to die alone? Like, uh, I think uh, my biggest fear is that I'm going to die alone. And she just kind of sits there and goes. <laughs> Why did you show me that? To the ghost. <laughs> what? Why did you show me that? Why did you show me that? That's creepy. Right? Okay. So we're not, we're not done yet. Why did you show me that? And so I'm like sitting there going, well, she didn't really answer my question. Am I going to die alone? She goes. Why did you show me And so I'm sitting there going like, all right, am I going to die alone? Am I going to die alone? She's going to answer my question, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, if, if you know, so that, she's going to tell me that someone, I'm going to find someone and this is going to be like, you know, I'll live happily ever after. And then this happens. That's just interesting. And grandma didn't have a diamond ring. <laughs> she doesn't answer my question at all. She goes back to the diamond ring. <laughs> 
Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Sorry, I think that there's a ghost in here. I really, really, really do that that is taking forever for that to start out. What a pain in the butt. Okay. But we really got the news now. Billy Joe Armstrong, during a band's session yesterday uh, with some fans, somebody asked Billy Joe Armstrong his favorite song he's ever written. Okay. I mean, Green Day's done American Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Brain Stew, Jaded, Basket Case, Hitch and a Ride, Good Riddance, all of those songs, right? Yeah. His favorite is this song. Yeah, Jesus of Suburbia from uh, American Idiot. Idiot. Yeah, yeah nine weird. minutes. Yikes. I mean, he wrote, he wrote Good Riddance, which is like Dude. everybody's favorite song. But you know what? That's cool. Okay, go for it. You never know what is inspiring the musicians. Yeah. All right, so uh, Stace, yeah. you're, you're drunk. Always. Yeah. And there's uh, construction equipment on your street. What do you do? Uh, try to steal it, ride it. Yep, okay. that, that's exactly what a man did in Kansas and got in a lot of trouble. Uh, police came, tried to get him to stop. He wouldn't stop, so they just shoot him with a beanbag. <laughs> I got beanbag. <laughs> He's charged with a lot of things, including fleeing the police in an excavator. No. Yes. At like two miles an hour. Dude, if I if I get arrested again, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Okay. I'll, you know, I might be there with you. Awesome. Sounds fun. Okay. Have you ever left anything in an Uber? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've lost a couple things. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Mm, my friends have lost their phones and wallets. I always check that. Phone's oh, key yikes. wallet before I leave. But I left an emo night shirt in there once. No! I know. Such a shame. Well, a dude in South Korea accidentally left $10,000 cash. Oh, wow. $10,000 cash. Ooh. And the driver immediately brought it to the police station and he was reunited no. with his $10,000. Guess what do you mean? No. Dude, I, for ten grand, I would risk the bad Uber rating. Are you kidding? I think there's a little bit more than just a bad Uber rating if you quote steal ten thousand dollars from someone. No, <laughs> yes, no. Eh. How much time do you think teenagers, not you, but teenagers, spend looking at their phones every day? Oh God, uh, twenty-three and a half hours. Close seven. <laughs> Seven hours, That's which is it? up 45 minutes since the last time that they did this survey in 2015. And uh, this survey was done without them doing, not without them adding schoolwork, too. So seven oh. hours on your phone, just doing stuff, doing Instagram and all that. Doing Instagram. Yeah. I think the kids are into TikTok again now. No. Yeah, Should we get into TikTok? No. Why, why not? No. Jordan Silver and Friends. Stacy, we have a friend in studio with us. A famous friend. Yeah, chef. One that cooks. Yes, Chef Christina Wilson. Oh, yeah. Hi. You won season 10 of Hell's Kitchen. I did. You indeed. did. Indeed. That was like a lifetime ago. They're on season 19 now. Are they? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes is the right response. Wow. What, did, don't you do uh, We're not giving away prizes yet. Oh, shoot. Already? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you are a chef. Do people get hungry around you? You just like walk into the room and people are just like, you I want me. Yes. Yes. Starving yes. now. Yeah. The moment like you walked it. in, I was like, I'm hungry now. So drooling. Good. It's working. <laughs> um, do your friends always make you cook for them? No. They, really? Uh, no, they don't. I'll, I Yeah. They, they give me the night off and it's quite nice because yeah. I get to just watch them not do great in the kitchen. Right. Do you critique them? No. No? no I mean, you're on I just want to be fed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we, um, any chef will tell you, we don't cook for ourselves. Um because it's the last thing you want to do when you get home. Sure, so that makes if sense. If you can have a meal uh, that's not out of a plastic cup in the walk-in or in some dodgy corner of the kitchen and actually sit and use utensils, it's, uh, it doesn't much matter what it is. You're just happy to, to be receiving that. To be eating food. Oh, wow. So you make all these beautiful things, yeah. these amazing things that you're going to be making, uh, that you're in part of training the head chef at Harris for the Gordon Ramsay. Steakhouse? Steak? Steak? Steak. 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 We, Gordon Ramsay yes, Steak. We stopped it there. Okay, got it. Gordon Ramsay Steak. Um, so you make all these beautiful things and then you just kind of eat out of a cup in the... Yeah. In the it's like slightly masochistic, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're all little weird chefs. Um, but yeah, uh, we do. We, we It's a labor of love, every, all, every part of it, every aspect of it. Um, and people get to come in and have uh, celebrations over graduations, weddings, birthdays, and uh, we get to help provide that so oh. we get something out of it uh, so, we just don't give it to ourselves that often so, that does sound really sad Jesus. <laughs> sorry good morning <laughs> hey guys 
Tuesdays. You sound like my grandmother on Thanksgiving, though. Like, she would make the whole yes, meal and then just sit there and watch exactly and make it. sure that yeah. everybody had a good time. We're all a bunch of grandmas. <laughs> Uh, so you have actually been in Kansas City before a little bit while you were setting up Gordon Ramsay's steak at Harris. What did you think of Kansas City when you came I in? I love it here. Really? I, and I mean that so sincerely for a bunch of reasons. But I, um, the, one of the bigger ones is pickleball. We okay. had pickleball growing up in high school, mm-hmm. uh, Phillipsburg, New Jersey, Peeper. <laughs> Shout out to my hometown. Um, and I have never heard of it. And I graduated uh, a little while ago. Uh, so I came here, and the leadership at um, Harrah's, they had these uh, staff appreciation days, and they would they had one at, at Chicken and Pickle. And uh, so I, I just happened to be here when it was one of those Mondays, and I went and uh, did really well on the court because I'm super competitive. But it was like no. seeing an old friend. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I'm, like, ready to break out in a race at any point. That's why <laughs> you always see me sitting this way. Um, but, yeah, I do love that. And um th- there's just a sense of community here that's amazing and being at at that place playing pickleball with a bunch of strangers it was just uh felt really good so yeah i've i've quite fallen in love with the city yeah the, the sense of community is one of the main reasons that i decided to move here too just the second that you pop in here people are like hey let's be friends yeah you're like what you don't want anything yeah. no let's just be friends yeah people don't even say hello to each other in vegas uh we kind of grunt on the east coast we give this like yeah like slight eye finger. contact little head yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're number one. You guys wave. You say hello and you wave. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, it's a great thing. It's amazing. Feels real nice here. How long have you been working on uh, on Gordon Ramsay's steak? Uh, For for, uh, North Kansas City? Yeah, for North Kansas City. um, Probably about 16 months all in. Okay. Uh, So for the last 14, about 14 months ago, we would have started um, design and construction and uh, how we were going to turn that space um, into into a Gordon Ramsay steak, and that that takes a good amount of work uh, to transform uh, a, a space that's not anything like what we're doing or or what the concept and and brand uh, put out. So uh, a couple months on that, and then um, I we started to build the culinary team in Kansas City, uh, and from the food perspective, uh, started sharing recipes, and I was coming down every. A few weeks for a day or two working with Matt. He was showing me food. I was sharing recipes and styles with him. So, Matt's the head chef. Yeah, Matt, Matthew Powers. Yeah, he'll be the the exec, executive chef of the. Do you the pull room. any kind of like since you were on the show and you won it? Do you pull any kind of Gordon Ramsay <laughs> stuff back in the kitchen with no. people? I, I really? mean, I'll say no. You can answer. You you people might say- have to ask them. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't yell. Uh, you never called anybody an idiot sandwich. No. Ah, uh, damn. No, I leave that to Gordon. That's, okay. He's he's so much better at that. I have a. Yeah, I, I te- yeah. I mean, I do have a way about me. I'll, uh, well, you gotta get you are done. You are yeah. from Jersey. Indeed. It comes out. Yeah. Um, that accent gets real time. thick. Yeah. So and now I'm getting comfortable. So it's getting where like I feel yes! like I'm with people at it. home. So uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, are there any misconceptions about steak that people think, you know, just like when they go to the grocery store, like, oh, let's pick one. And like, uh, like yeah. what make what makes like a good steak? I think um, I think one thing is is understanding what you like from a steak. I mm-hmm. think some people so just it's your think job. steak is steak, right? Yeah, um, but the different cuts uh, mm-hmm. eat different. They feel different in your mouth. They'll take the whole different flavors. They're meant to be cooked at different temperatures or or cooked in a different way. Some cuts are great for braising. Some just a quick uh, flash in a um, uh, cast iron pan. Some are better on the grill. Some take a marinade or a rub better. So one, you need to know what kind of steak you actually like because uh, that's real hard for us. We can't like right. We can't you always can't tell you what you like. We can tell you what we do really well, right? And and what we offer, but we, it, it's hard to tell you what. I'm like, so, so hungry. I know. Uh, I'm so hungry. Uh, so tell us about some of the, the steaks that you guys are going to have at Gordon Ramsay Steak at Harris when you guys open. Um, one, of the, one of the most exciting steaks for, for me to have down here is the rib cap. Um, it's American Wagyu coming out of uh, Snake River Farms. Um, I haven't seen anybody else in the area uh, serving a rib cap, which is um, a really delicious part of the, of the rib eye. If you ever cooked a ribeye at home, there's that little piece towards the bottom away from the bone that never seems to hold on to the rest of the mm-hmm. steak. It falls off mm-hmm. a little. That's the rib cap. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's, <laughs> sorry, keep going. Sorry. You get all the flavor of the ribeye, but not all that fat. Oh, uh, nice. So it's it's quite it's really nice and and it's super rich. So a good uh, seven ounces is nice, um, which is what what we'll have. Uh, so I would say the rib cap, and then there's a local flat iron. 
uh, that we were using that it's just been amazing. I mean, uh, um, it really blew me away. Really, really remarkable steak. So uh, to get away from the usual suspects of filet and the Casey strip. I was going to ask you, you going to have some Casey yeah, strip? Yeah, I had one for dinner the other night. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You just eat steak for amazing. dinner every night. <laughs> I had cheesecake for breakfast yesterday. Oh. It's like part of opening in a, uh, a restaurant. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. oh. Stacey, we're in the wrong industry. We, you, <laughs> My so, pants are like barely fitting me now. If it's any No, you look great. I, uh, Stacey and I would just not look like I that. Look, I look at cheesecake and I gain about 25 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so... so I remember when this was like a little idea because we talked about it for the news <clears throat> yeah. that it was opening up at Harris. But now there's actually a date for you guys to open too. It's a reality, mm-hmm. something that you know months and months and months ago we talked about. But it's it's a real thing. When are you opening? Uh, we'll be open fully to the public on November 11th uh, that that Monday, which will be really exciting. And yeah, it's it it is a real restaurant now. There's people training in there. And, oh my god! Uh, there's like uniforms and stuff. Oh, wow! Yeah, it's coming together. And reservations can be. Um, you can do reservations right now. Yeah, uh, reservations are open on Open Table. Um, yeah, so you should get in there. Oh man, that's gonna be sold out for a while. Oh yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean Kansas City on our steak, we, a good we, hearty meal. We do, do love do our well. steak here. Mm-hmm. All right, I have one more question for you, chef, okay. uh, chef Wilson. Um, can you spell restaurant? Because <laughs> that's like the word that I cannot spell. Yeah, it's like one of those words you have to sound out like Wednesday. How you have to say like Wednesday. Uh-huh. Is that the restaurant. trick for restaurant? Yeah, okay. that's what I find. Okay. Even though I work in restaurants. Can you spell Resta- it? R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-R-A-N-T-S. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Now that's like the hardest word to, to spell. All right. So so you have been working on getting it all set up, getting Gordon, Gordon Ramsay's steak all set up at yep. Harris. And the opening day, 11-11, which you were saying yes. off air, sounds like so, a lot of people's anniversaries. I think so. So it's a good day to celebrate. A uh, great way to welcome us to the city because we, we certainly want to welcome you. Um, so, yeah, November 11th. All Start right. coming in. At Harrah's. And then Open Table right now taking reservations already yes. in advance. I'm sure that that's going to be amazing. So uh, thank you so much for coming in Thanks and making me. Stacey and I very hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chef, <laughs> chef Christina Wilson from Gordon Ramsay Steak at Harrah's. That's Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Now, the very last thing that we do in the studio is we sit here and go, oh, God, what are we going to play for Forgotten Bangers tomorrow? I know. <laughs> so it, oh. So much pressure. I know. Because it's a game now. It is. And you know, Paula, the cleaning lady, won last week. And honestly, I feel like the person that steps in, that person who they stepped in for should score the point. So that means you you won. Thank you. Last week. Thanks, guys. I don't like that method. Really? Because Snowcone stepped in for you and you won one week. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. So we're at Dustin and I with two and both of you with one. Since we started keeping track. Yes, right, exactly. You like, totally won the beginning of this. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, Forgotten Bangers, a song that the Buzz family may have, well, it's just not on the playlist. It's, it's a kick-ass song that was on the alt billboard, alt charts, but we don't hear it that much anymore. Right. And, oh, do you know yours yet? I have a couple that I'm choosing between. I know. We really, really narrow these down mm. ourselves mm-hmm. and we look at them and I'm like all right how how should these play should it be this one and then this one and then this one but I know we'll find out tomorrow who's forgotten banger wins mine well I'm gonna go really deep and find the best of the bangers so I I want to win tomorrow so I'm gonna I, I want to <laughs> bring the best one to the table you always yeah. talk yourself up <laughs> I know and then you're like snow cone one for you <laughs> One of these days, statistically... Second place doesn't matter. First no, 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 only no, no, matters. No, 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 no. I, statistically, I have to eventually win. Okay. I'm just waiting for that. All right, okay. <laughs> It'll be like nine years from now, but damn it, he'll win. Tomorrow is Halloween. Oh my God, the best day of the year. Holy hell, that came up quickly. Right. Well, you've had a kid. You haven't slept. That's your <clears throat> Your October is just like... Pfft. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't exist for me. <laughs> just mm. all going together, and it's all the, uh, the number of diapers that you have left and having to go get new diapers. Like, we go through like eight a day. Oh, God. Think about how many times you go to the bathroom. Yeah, oh, but I, I can just flush it. Right, and I know. when I'm 
if I were to wear a diaper, I wouldn't soil three diapers on my way to put on a new one. I have to <laughs> take the trash out every single night because it's filled up with diapers. It's disgusting. It is very gross. Having a baby is gross. It is gross. I mean, from the beginning to the end, it's <laughs> yeah, all disgusting. It's so um, so, but she's adorable. But but it's, are we going to dress up? I was going to say, are we dressing up? You I'm know dressing it. up. Hell yeah. yeah you know you're going to be? Will you be Slenderman? <laughs> I have something that's similar to that that will definitely freak you two out. Oh, God. Awesome. Way to go, Stace, with the whole dressing up idea now now that we've got it. Also, Stacey Moody has been uh, working on some Halloween jokes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Chris, you'll appreciate these. Yeah, they look very father-esque. What about the Buzz family? Who we're doing it for? I mean, obviously. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Awesome. And uh, yeah, Forgotten Bangers, that, and then, of course. <gasps> we what? should have a spooky theme. You want to do all that work? Nah, not really. Right. <laughs> Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.